Blog Talk Radio. Hey, welcome everybody to Girl Power Hour. This is Annette Bingham. I've got Tasha Humphreys here with me. Hey, Tasha. Hi, Annette. How are you doing today? I'm good, and I just want to remind everybody that Elizabeth Harvin is on the show today, and if you have a question for her, she's doing many readings for our listeners, and the number is 602-753-1589. That's 602-753-1589. And I know that sometimes readings are a little scary, but... um, it's anonymous. You don't have to give your name, and you can ask a question, and she will definitely give you some practical answers for what you're you're seeking. So we don't have any callers yet, but I want to welcome Elizabeth. Hey, Elizabeth. Hey, how are you? We're good. We're good. Awesome. I don't know about you, but it's hot here in Lubbock. Well, we've been, you know, it, it has its moments when it gets really hot, but um, during the 4th of July, <laughs> I was, it, it was late, and the fireworks and displays and stuff had happened, and I thought, okay, well, that's enough, so I went back in the house, and then all of a sudden I started hearing more and more, and I thought, gosh, those are awfully close. Who, is, who in the world is setting off firecrackers that close to the house and walked outside and it was just lightning and thundering and <laughs> rain was coming down. It was like, okay, well, that was a bonus. You go and you have fireworks and then to stop everybody from doing them afterwards, you have a really good rain shower and it sends everybody into the house. So it was like, okay, we can we can use this. I mean, seriously, we can use the rain so and the cooler temperatures. Well, I, so. I wish it had rained here on the on that Sunday night and Monday night because Sunday night was crazy. Two o'clock in the morning, I was still hearing fireworks going off in the neighborhood. Oh, gee. They, they finally stopped close to the house about one one thirty, And, I mean, evidently there's not a whole lot that can be done about it. But, hey. Yeah. I'm, well, I don't there's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of issues with that right now, and I have to agree with um, I have to agree with a lot of situations where it actually is very harmful to our veterans, or it's harmful to a lot of our yes. uh, people that are dealing with PTSD. It's really right. dr- traumatic to animals and things along those lines. So I'm more aware of the fact that maybe we should have one designated place where people could gather and watch the fireworks from a particular place. And then, you know, when it's done, then we can we can help distract uh, the veterans and the, and the people that need to be, or at least make the earphones available at a lesser price so more people can purchase them and have those on hand, uh, you know, even oh, yeah. with thunderstorms and things along those lines. But I, I do feel real... Strongly about the fact that we do need to start being more aware of people who are having emotional problems or um, veterans that are having issues, and let's see if we can't take care of those people and let everybody have a good time. Well, and I was seeing signs of on online that people could get to put in their yards, and it was like, "I'm a veteran. Um, please be, you know." 
conscious of that and no fireworks around me, basically, is what it was saying, worded much nicer than that. But, um, yeah, I totally agree. I think it, it's important that we we take care of them and because and, uh, they don't choose to go to firework displays if they have PTSD like that. They just don't choose mm-hmm. to do that. So why bring it to them? <clears throat> it's just not very considerate. Well, it's an issue. It is a major issue, and there's a lot of people that are suffering the consequences for certain things. Now, I'm a big proponent of the fact that we should celebrate our freedom, and it is written that we should have some sort of pomp and circumstance. I just think maybe it should be more localized into maybe one venue or let's spread them out and not have so many and kind right. of put them more together. I still want yeah, people to have Lubbock, the benefit of celebration. Right. Lubbock is yeah. not that big, and there was yeah. like several, you know, within the two-day yeah. period close by, and it was just, I'm going, okay, how many fireworks can you really, do you really want to see? And, uh, I mean, I like fireworks. I, I think they're beautiful, but... I don't like what it does to our wildlife, and I don't like what it does to our veterans. Yeah, so I'm, I'm a big proponent of that as well. So we'll get our campaign going on that for next year. Well, Seriously, I don't we'll know. Start a, we're, we'll start a campaign to let's help the veterans at least get them headphones or something or noise canceling, yeah. uh, something that's going to help them from a, uh, a healing perspective. Absolutely. Absolutely. I totally agree. And we were um, off topic, going on to a different subject here. Um, We were talking before the show about the energy of the last two weeks. And and, um, I think a lot of people are are, um, connected to the energy, but they don't realize what's going on. They don't realize that it's the energy that's causing them to feel that way or act that way. And um, the last two weeks have been kind of odd to me. In in what way? Well, um, a lot more emotional. I mean, as I've gotten older, I've gotten emotional anyway, so the energy doesn't help. Um, A lot more emotional. Um, where I had been very focused, I was having a difficult time focusing. Um, I'm a natural introvert. I mean, I don't, there's a little meme going around saying I'm not going to go out today because it's too people-y out there. Well, Well, I could have, I mean, I could have literally stayed in my house the last two weeks and not left at all because being around people is just like, mm-mm, I'm not going to go there. I forced myself. <laughs> it yeah. wasn't pleasant at all. So it was just really kind of weird. It was more than normal, you know, more than what I'm used to. Well, we're, you know, we're in cancer right now, and, of course, that's a very emotional sign mm-hmm. just in general. And... Cancer is a representation of home and hearth and uh, being extremely emotional. And it is true. 
when you have cancer in your sign, in your astrology chart, it is uh, magnified by that because there is so much um, emphasis put on to that. So it's a, it can be a very stressful time. And new moons are new beginnings, and there have been so many disconnects, so many uh, changes mm-hmm. that are happening to so mm-hmm. many people. It's just hard for people to keep up, and I I understand that completely. What what's happening there is just it's just hard to keep up. Um, we need to realize that it's not just us; it's, it's what's going on around us. And and you know, some people may not recognize that it's the energy and not just a flaw in themselves that wants to keep them in the house or wants to make them so emotional and you know we need to realize that this is just part of picking up on the energy around us and like I said as I got older I got more emotional and more connected and and feeling a lot more of what's going on especially around new moons and full moons it's just like that last full moon was amazing and the new moon was you know, kind of like it is starting over. It's building things up. And um, we need to focus on the things that we want to build up and not focus on the negative during that time. Right. It's not easy to do, though. You know, when you're emotional, it's it's hard to balance that out to where you can uh, be objective in what you're trying to deal with or be positive in a negative situation, which that's hard to do when you're real emotional. It, it, it's hard for me. Um, yeah. I'm Pisces, so I'm emotional anyway. But my rising sign is Cancer, so it's like I've got the double whammy right there. Mm-hmm. So when when something touches me, it touches me really deeply. Whether it's good or bad, it makes no difference. It's still going to be very right. profound one way or the other. <clears throat> or it will not affect me at all. You know, it goes from one extreme to the other. Either it's going to oh, be really one side, or it's like, ah, eh, well, you know, whatever. So I have those um, effects going on as well. Um, but this has been a really tough time for quite a few people. It, and it's it's been all over the Internet. People have been talking about it. Uh, countries are talking about it. I mean, it is yeah. a very major problem that seems to be um, one of the things that I've been doing on my Facebook page is I've decided I'm just tired of all this negative stuff. I'm just, I'm really tired of it. And right. so what I'm doing is I'm trying to put out as many positive things as I can to to at least lighten up a little bit. Uh, we've got to start learning to tap into that um, that part of us that laughs about things and not to take ourselves so seriously and to get back into the world of humor because that apparently has just kind of gone by the wayside. Uh, people don't understand um, common sense is kind of like gone out the window. So it's like, you know, people mm-hmm. – We've got to go back and reevaluate what 
what we think is the problem, but somewhere along the line you have got to incorporate humor back into your system. You have to have laughter. It will change the world for you. It changes my world. You know, if I'm having a really bad day or I, I see something mm-hmm. online and it just strikes me really funny, it, it's it almost like it just releases so much tension and it's like, well, you know, I needed that worse than I thought. Seriously, I needed right. that a lot worse than I thought. You know, I, I want to jump in really quickly because you're you're both saying some stuff. It's just interesting. I'm sitting here just listening and taking it all in. And, um, you know, Elizabeth knows uh, I, I've been going through a lot of spiritual growth, and um, that's been a fantastic transformation. But the, the, the thing that's happening for me is all of this stuff that's, you know, happening around the energy and all that, I feel like for me it's bringing up stuff that needs to be healed and stuff that needs to be, um, you know, released. And so I see that as a really good thing because even though it's emotional, it's like it's it's bringing stuff up. But, you know, you remove layers and then stuff comes out. And I feel like some of the reason that the world, you know, like Elizabeth, you're talking about uh, it's the problems that are occurring as a result of it and the negativity you see online, which does get worse and worse, um, I think a lot of that, and this is just an opinion, so, but I think a lot of that could could be from the fact that everyone is experiencing this, you know, um, potential, because, you know, everything's an opportunity. We always have free will and, and perspective on how we choose to see it. But, like, if these things are coming up for people and they're things that need to be healed, need to be faced, need to be looked at, need to be released, well, if people are resisting that, it's making it worse, you know, because that resistance comes off as negativity or hatred or anger or fear or whatever because they don't want to face it. So there's more resistance in the world, I think, uh, because this, this is happening. And, and so those that aren't resisting it, you know, that are healing it and that are growing it are trying to look for ways to, like you said, bring in humor or, you know, give love and light to the world or whatever they can do to, to make it better for themselves and for the rest of the world. And then those that are resisting it are making it worse. And so I think it's, it really is a call for everyone to understand that, you know, like Annette was saying, it's not just you. You're not the only one that's going through it. But if we're all going through it, well, then let's all try to have a perspective on it that's a bit more positive and realize that we're all emotional. We're all, you know, trudging up some stuff that needs to be healed. And let's all heal it and let it go so that, you know, we can get on a more positive path for our world. Because as you said, Elizabeth, there's so much going on. Uh, next, I was even thinking about movies, you know, and like how I haven't really seen any really feel-good movies coming out. It's been a lot of violence and a lot of, and I'm not to say that there aren't, you know, I mean, of course, there's a lot of war films and stuff like that that have violence in them. But I mean, just when you think about, you know, how we used to see, uh, you know, especially like two decades ago, you saw a lot, a lot more feel-good movies, and now you see a lot more zombie and war and violence and you know everything is it, there's not a lot of laughter there's not a lot of feel good and and we need that more i'm totally agreeing with you on that we we need more of that in the world and you know so whatever we can all do to to put more of that in the world and in our own lives the better well it does make a difference for people and you know some of the things that's happening to a lot of people whether they're aware of it or not when you're having a well, a major event in your life or whatever, or let's say you have a death that happens. There is no set time for people to grieve. We have to be aware of that. 
people are different. They're going to, you know, some people cry, some people don't. Some people do not have experiences of grief for a year. It's just one of those situations. So anytime we have people that are experiencing so much negativity, a lot of times what's happening is it is the universe giving you the opportunity to not only heal that particular point in time of your life, but it also can take you back if you're if you believe in reincarnation or if you believe in past lives, that it's actually going back to help you heal parts of that as well. Now I know from my experiences here lately, what it feels like is that it's going back to whatever a lifetime or whatever. It just feels like it's carrying it back from a very long time is what it feels. So you have to remember to take your time. You have to remember to get counseling. You have to remember to to do what you need to do to get through your day, but you also need to talk to people. You need to get your story out. You need to tell your story, and it needs to, to come. But then don't stay in that place. It's a place to go and visit, but it's not a place to set up house. It is simply where you need to go to start healing that, take as long as you need, but know that you're still going to go forward. Some people have a tendency to just want to stay there. You know, I'm I'm fine here, I'm comfortable here, and I'm just going to live here, and that's not what you're supposed to do. Heal that part of that part of you and then go on so that you can help other people when they have those situations so that you can say, okay, now, I've been there, I understand what's happening from my point of view. This is my information. If it works for you, fine. If not, I just want you to know here's where you can here's where you can go, here's what you can do, here's what you can talk about. I think that's important. I I totally agree because too many of us get stuck in a certain place and if you're not aware enough to know that, then you know, and not being aware is not a flaw, it's just the place that you're at right now. You know, there you may be totally aware in other areas, but there may mm-hmm. be certain areas that you're just cut off from that awareness for, for whatever reason and there's a reason for it, what you know, whatever that might be. Sure. But I well that's why I'm there's a lot of people. Go ahead. Go ahead. There's well, a lot of people I'm... that have... <laughs> <laughs> You both have something to say, Doggone it. Okay. Go you go first. You go. Okay, I'll go first. Got you it? go first. <laughs> Um, that's one of the reasons I love some some uh, some healing techniques because, like with emotional freedom technique or tapping, <clears throat> you briefly recall an incident. You don't stay there mm-hmm. through the tapping. You move on quickly, right. and I love that. And the same with hypnosis. You don't have to dwell for a long period of time in that situation, you can be moved through that with help from your hypnotherapist, move through that to a better place. And, you know, I think also in counseling, um, I mean, I've been in counseling and I've been in uh, certain counseling sessions where all they want you to do is stay in the negative space. I don't want to stay there, you know. 
Give well, me something to do. Know. Tell me to move. How how can I move forward? And um, so we, you know, we need to to be aware that we don't have to stay in that negative space for very long. There are ways to move out of it. Well, I agree. It's the, same, it's the same way as if you come, well, online to get a reading. Uh-huh. You know, I don't want to see you the following week. I would right. rather not see you for at least a month. And the reason I mm-hmm. say that is because I do expect you to do something with the information. It's up to you. You know, you can do something with it or not. But you have to give the universe time to make the changes so that you can see the changes, so that you can be aware of, you know, that thought that you were thinking, it really is that powerful because it has nothing Mm -hmm. to do with me, but it has everything to do with you. So if you're in a negative space, I want to help you get out of that negative space, but you're still going to have to do something about it. You still have to make the choice. Are you going to stay right. in that negative space or are you going to go forward? Then a lot of people right now, they're simply in a fear-based um, attitude. It's a fear-based kind of feeling. Most people are very afraid from the political arena. Uh, they're not sure what's going to happen, and I'm one of those people myself, you know, not quite sure mm-hmm. about this. Uh, we're not quite sure what's going to happen with China. We're not sure what's going to happen. Here we are with um, Europe and the changes that are going on over there. So it's a lot of unrest, and people are afraid to go to the beaches now because of the uh, bacteria that's out in the beaches now. Uh, people are afraid to just go in and just experience nature because now – it's almost like all the animals have gotten together and said, you know what, I think we need to put a stop to this <laughs> because there yeah. have been so many incidents with so many different animals going, you know what, right. Stella, I'm tired of you taking my picture. That's it. We're done. But there is such a fear tendency happening right now that as as much as we can, as often as we can, we need to throw out some positiveness because we are that powerful. And what I'm beginning to say in my practice is gray is is kind of going away. There's there's not as much gray as there used to be. Mm-hmm. It's either black or white. It's either yes or no. You're pregnant or you're not. It's very defined lines. And with that, you're either going to be fearful or you're going to be positive. And we have got to to have more people come forward and go, okay, you know what, I'm just going to try and be positive for the next 30 days. Or I'm going to try and put good stuff out on my on my side for the next 15 days or 10. Or one. Or a week. <laughs> yeah, one day. Just one day. Put something positive out there. Um, so that's what I've been doing for the last, um, I guess it's been almost a month. It's, it's like, you know, I'm done. I'm, I'm done with this negative stuff. Um, mm-hmm. I have my own opinions about a lot of things, and I'll work it out, but for a political, you know, point of view. But let's let's start putting out some fun things. Let's start putting out some uh, positive stuff for us to, to kind of laugh at or laugh at ourselves and go, I resemble that cartoon. I know who that woman is. That's me. Right. so that you can just breathe, simply breathing. 
And I think a really important thing, yeah, I think a really important thing, too, is just to get quiet. I mean, we don't take the time to just sit without our phones, without the TV, without the radio, you know, and just sit and listen. Um, That's because truly that's where all the answers are. And the answers that come to us through that, we've got to be able to hear it and we've got to be able to feel them. And I think it's really important that we just sit and are quiet. Even if we're doing something, you know, not having anything on, not talking to the dogs, not, you know, just be in our mind, our heart, through our mind. And, you know, that's where I get when I'm, when I'm drawing or when I'm painting or when I'm, you know, meditating or uh, sitting outside that's the time that I get quiet. And I have found a huge difference for myself. Um, things come up, you know, that we, that I am feeling that, and I, I need to work through. And that's the process. And I'm aware enough, I guess, to know when things come up. But it's, it's difficult. We don't have, in our society now, we don't have that space, really, to be quiet unless we make it. No, I think I I I just want to say something really quickly. I think that's one thing that um, for me personally, I I try to keep. I mean, I don't have a TV. I don't keep anything on. I don't have. If every once in a while, I have Pandora on, but the silence is necessary. I think too is especially if you're going to try to tune in to spirit. But um, but I think one thing you know, and and going back to your counseling, you know, comment. I know like. Like you said, you've been to many, and and if I just want to say, if anybody out there has a counselor that tries to keep them in a negative space, then find a different one because there's a lot Amen. of counseling out there that you know, there's a lot of counselors that are great. They're not going to keep you in a negative oh, space yeah. if they're doing that. They're not a good one. <laughs> they're, right. they're trying That's to right. move. Yeah, you know, there's there's just like there's bad doctors, there's bad counselors. So like, yep. if you find one like that, then move on to a different one. You always have a right to find a counselor that's a fit for you. And certainly, the point of counseling is to heal you and move you forward, not to keep you in a negative place uh, ever. So, but you know, I think a lot of times the reason people cannot sit in silence or sit quietly is is not because they don't know that they should, but because that silence makes them have to deal with the stuff we just talked about, all the stuff they're resisting. And so, like, if they can turn on a bunch of white noise and it keeps all that stuff from coming up, distracts them from their own pain or their own feelings or their own issues, their own thoughts, their own anything, it distracts them from themselves, which I kind of feel like is the whole reason that stuff really exists in the way that it does is because it keeps everyone from getting connected to spirit. But I do believe that, you know, people have to heal that stuff and they have to realize that it's going to come up. And some of some of us can sit in silence and be comfortable because we've done a lot of the work and we've done a lot of the healing. And 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 that isn't to say that we're ahead of anybody else. It's just to say that we, you know, we had that awareness, we had that um, whatever that aha moment a little sooner, you know. And and you have that and you heal it, you get it, and then you're able to sit in silence a little bit more comfortably. It doesn't mean that stuff still doesn't come up, but you're more open to it. You don't resist it. And so. 
everybody out there listening, I mean, just, yeah, like Annette said, turn off your TV, turn off your radio, turn off all the white noise and just sit. And whatever comes up, I have a great mentor, Dr. Aretha Marbley, who hopefully will be on our show soon. She is a, a Texas Tech professor. I love her to death. And she always said, you know, you have to get comfortable sitting with your pain. And until you're comfortable to sit with your pain, you cannot sit with the pain of another person. And that's why a lot of people aren't really good during times of crisis because they're just going to give you the whole pat on the shoulder and, well, it'll get better, you know, and they don't really know what to say, and usually what they say makes it worse. Um, It's because they're not comfortable with your pain because they're not comfortable with their own. So I feel like people really need to understand that in that silence, it's not always going to be better, it may actually be for a minute real scary and, and real uncomfortable and you may have anxiety and it may feel really, uh, you know, you may want, you may get the itch to move. Uh, it's a whole mindfulness thing to just sit and let it come and know that this too shall pass. And whenever it comes up, if you need to cry, cry, you know, if, if there's something that makes you angry, we'll talk about it there in that silence, but get to the point where you can sit comfortably in it. And then not only will you hear the things within yourself, but you'll hear the things around you too and spirit speaking to you. And that's a connection we all need to get to. You know, one of the major things that you brought up about uh, counselors and keeping you in a negative space, that is your key right there. Anybody that tries to keep you in a negative space, get out, get out. (laughs) Where is it? Counselor, psychic, whatever. Uh, you go to someone who's reading for you and they keep you in a negative space, leave. That it, it, that it's not for you. Get away from that kind of individual. Or a person that keeps you down or uh, belittles you or things along those lines, you get out. There's no reason to stay in that. Uh, more and more people now are beginning to realize that Like you said, Tasha, you have got to get quiet. If you can't get comfortable with yourself, you're not going to be able to be comfortable with anybody else. And that's the truth. Seriously. So one of the things that we're finding out now is there's a lot of people that are not comfortable with isolation, but they need to, to find their tribe. So they're going to have to get out and find these people so that they can have those interactions with people. So um, there's choices that are coming up that you're going to have to make. And part of this is, first of all, you have to be comfortable with you and you have to be comfortable being by yourself. Now, I can be real happy by myself for Mm -hmm. that. I enjoy my own company, and that may sound kind of crass, but it's true. I enjoy my own company because I think I'm funny, and so I'm not unhappy with that. You are very funny. I will give you that. I enjoy your company, too. Well, you know, I think funny. That's that's just the way that my mom raised us is to think funny. We think funny. Our family thinks funny. But we Mm -hmm. can be serious at the same time, so... I try to allow my humor to come through in a positive way, but it has saved me many, many times in many situations. It has, it's the thing I've gone to the most to bring out the positive in us. But if we're in fear and we're in a negative space, we cannot be creative. There's no way to be creative in a positive way because you're too much in that negative space. Now, 
we there's a lot of people that criticize fishermen. And why in the world would you go out and do that? You're sitting there all day, and all you're doing is catching a fish. You know, these people, these men, these women that go out and do that are some of the most balanced individuals I have ever known in my entire life. And it's because they go out there, they get in touch with nature, they're getting in touch with themselves. They have plenty of time to think, but they also are thinking about how am I going to catch this fish, what's this going to be like, the excitement of it. There's the potential to catch the big one. There's an excitement here. What, what's my day going to be like? And even if it's, a, it's a, if it's a dud, they still come back and go, wow, you know, we didn't catch anything, but what a great day. These people have learned yeah. to experience their life from a different perspective. They're still going out and doing what they love to do. Maybe they didn't catch any fish, but they got the chance to just be with themselves or be with their buddies, and just have a really, really good time. I, You know, one of the things that um, you said that's really important to me is getting in touch with nature. You know, I, I, would, I would do fine just sitting out in the middle of nowhere, watching the deer walk by, talking to the deer, talking to the trees, talking to the birds, you know, that to me is connection. That's real connection. And um, I kind of miss, well, no, not kind of, I really miss being able to do that, um, going out to a secluded area where there's nobody around or there you can't see anybody at least and being able to connect with with all the living beings that are out there and I think we have really lost that and you know I do agree that people who can go out and just sit in nature are much more balanced than those of us who find ourselves in the so called concrete jungle you know they've taken the time to stop they've really actually taken the time Mm -hmm. to stop and in some cases, um, it takes you a good three days to get to that point. So right. you have these three days, <clears throat> excuse me, where it's taking you that time to get calm or get away from electronics. And then you have three really awesome days, and then you start dreading the next three because you know you're going to have to go back. Right. So I, I recommend longer vacations. <laughs> You know, take longer time off. You know, you need two weeks. There's a reason for that. You know, the first week is just wasted, and the second one is the one that you really go and you have your adventure on <clears throat> because you're right. just trying to get back into a, a groove of the natural aspect of what you're, what you're wanting to do and how to do it. There's a lot of smoke in my room at the moment, so there's a lot of Native American stuff that's happening <laughs> with you two, so you're going to have to forgive me. I feel like I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> I had a, it's funny that you say that, I had my gratitude ceremony before the show, and uh, I, I talked to all my people, and I, I asked, you know, I said if any of them wanted to, to come around during the readings that they would be welcome to. And I'm, I guess the tribe took me up on that. <laughs> I'm sure well, the tribe is there too, so you're surrounded. 
It's like all of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, what is this? <laughs> well, you know, that's another one of those things. They need to, you need to start listening to your angels and spirit guides. Uh, people really need to start doing that. Um, there are ways to to do that. And to, oh, gosh, that smoke is unbelievable. <laughs> that um, one of the ways to do that is to get quiet. People want to know, well, how do I find it? Or And you need to be aware of what to look for. Uh, one of the things you need to look for are feathers. Feathers are a really good sign. Or if you see orbs, you know, you see different colored lights, that's a good sign. Um, right now I'm having the most interesting thing with my uh, talking tip jar. I have a talking tip jar. And every time you put a coin in it or you put a, you know, a bill in it, it will say, thank you. And so we used to use this all the time for spirit connection when we were doing classes and stuff because it was a great way to to say, okay, you know, when we hear something, what a great confirmation because it will go, thank you, and it's just, oh, wow, how exciting. Well, now I've noticed even at night. If I'm thinking something negative, I'll think, oh, you know, I need to change that. I will hear from my talking tip jar, thank you. (laughs) And it's it's actually turned off. Oh, wow. uh, Yeah. It was like, okay, (laughs) Uh, this is a little weird here, even for me. Now, even in my space, that's a little weird, but it was like, even even the talking tip jar is going, you need to think really positive thoughts, you know. Even even at night, <laughs> you need to think positive thoughts. But out of the clear blue, I, at first I thought it was my mom. And I'd go in there and say, well, what are you thanking me for? And she'd say, it's not me. Oh, jeez, okay. And then she just looked at me and goes, tip jar. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You know, it's just talking to it. It would be nice if it would give me, like, the sentences that, you know, don't do this or go there or check that out or buy your lottery ticket now. Today should be the day or that, that would might be coming. That would be, I, would, I would like for that, too. So you can get information from anything, but that talking tip jar is really, it's really kind of strange because it's, and I'm having to really pay attention to what I'm thinking about. And it's got to be something positive. And as soon as I change it over into something positive, I, it will say, thank you. And it's like, okay, that's, that's my confirmation that I'm on the right track. So we need to be on the right track. We need, we need confirmation. I love confirmation. It's just the most thing to have. Yeah. And I, I think it's, um, you know, you Okay, you talked about, for people who are listening, you talk about connecting with spirits, angels, that energy that's around you at all times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you have people who are saying, well, that's kind of hokey. I'll never be able to do that. Or how do I know it's really coming from... Um, a loved one or an angel or a guide or, you know, the energy around me well, and not just me thinking that. 
there is a a quote that says, those who do not believe in magic will never have a magical experience. And it's mm-hmm. true. If right. you do not believe that it's going to happen, it won't. And when you have a person that says, I don't believe in it, then I just pretty much go, well, you know, that's fine. That You need to express your opinion. That's what you believe, and so we're done. That's it. Mm-hmm. You can't really read real well for a person who doesn't believe because whether they know it or not, you're reading that person because of their experiences. And if you have someone that is throwing out this negative energy that's around them, too difficult trying to break that down to get over just to simply tell you that your cousin Robert is telling you that the baseball game is on Tuesday. It's just not worth it. Right. So what you're wanting to do is to have people to listen to their intuition because I think what's happening right now is people really need to be aware of where they're going. You need to be aware of who is around you. There are too many crazy things happening out there, and so how do we protect ourselves? One of the best things you could possibly do is start listening to your own intuition. That part of you that says, you know what, I need to get out of here and go. Get, you know, get in your car and leave. If you're uncomfortable at the grocery store, leave. If there's nothing that's mm-hmm. keeping you there, oh, I've got to finish my shopping. If it's telling you to go, then you need to go. Uh, one of the things that I found absolutely fascinating about 9-11 were the people who came forward and said, I don't know what I heard, but something told me not to go. And they say right. home. And that right. place where they would have been was totally decimated, obviously. So there are people who are now understanding. If you don't feel like you should get on that fly and it's that strong, then don't do it because there's something right. that's keeping you. Maybe the plane will not crash, but maybe it's someone that you're going to run into on the plane. Maybe it's someone that you're going to see at that destination that you do not need to be around or it's, it's trying to get you to stop and go, We're, we need to do a, a reset here on your time. That can happen as well. Uh, people that are in front of you, on the freeway, and somebody cuts me off, oh, my gosh, it just, it just gets all over me. But I have to stop and remember, someone is throwing me down for a reason, and I've got to be aware of I've got to go slower because I'm either getting too fast to the destination that I need to back off, or I can't tell you how many times that's happened, and, you know, 10, right. 15, 30 minutes later, there's a wreck up in the front that we would have been in had we just not slowed down or had that person get in front of us. Uh, one of the best ways that you can practice with your angels is what we call parking angels. Tell you go to a grocery store, choose where it is that you want to have that space available. I've gotten to the point now where my favorite spot is next to the cart where you, where you put the cart at, mm-hmm. the cart yeah. over, because it's just right there. So I started asking, not for the very first parking space in the front, I started asking for on either side, it could be over to the left, to the right, doesn't matter, but right next to the shopping cart where you put them back. And it's like every time I go now, 
either the left side's available or the right side's available. And I just go, yep. thank you. Thank you so much. So you can practice with that. You can, you, can, you can play with that. But the main thing is to believe what you're hearing. If you do not believe what you're hearing is correct, if you do not believe that it's accurate, then why should it be? And one of the things that, that I have found is um, because I, I had lost connection for a long time um, for some reasons and won't go into it now, but I had really lost connection. And now that it's back, um, one of the things that I found is, you know, it has changed. How I receive it has changed. And um, it's not always you know, real loud, super clear, it may be just the thought. You know, it may be just the word. But I have to pay attention to those things that pop into my head. And, you know, I, I the negativity, and one of, the negativity, when I did reading, that was one of the things that I didn't have very many people that were really negative. But when you did, you're right. You can't break through that. It is just almost impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and and once you do, once they loosen up a little bit, then you can start giving information. But it was really difficult. And um, one of the things that is so important, and I thought you know you you said it so well, is trust it. And if it's if it's negative, if it brings you fear, then that's ego. Why? If you if you have a feeling like you you said at the grocery store, I don't need to be here. If you have that feeling, it shouldn't be a fearful feeling. It should be a feeling of, oh, I need to you know I need to leave. I don't know why, but I just need to leave and just do it. But if it's really fearful, if it gives you anxiety, that is not really what you're looking for. That's more ego talking than anything else. Well, I'll tell you what happened. It was probably a month or so ago. I had gone to the grocery store, and this guy came out of the grocery store as I'm heading in. And I, it's been a long time since I've actually gotten frightened over an individual, but I got uh-huh. frightened. I mean, I actually thought, oh, my God. And it was just a look. I cannot explain it. It was a look. Um, It looked like he was going to different cars, like he was checking everything out. And Mm -hmm. I just could not figure out, you know, and I thought, you know what, you just need to leave. I know it's stupid. I know you're here, but you just need to leave. So I did. So later on, um, I guess it's been, well, it's been over a month. So yesterday or the day before, I'm on the neighborhood, uh, neighborhood watch, and this guy gets online, and he was talking about this person had slashed his two tires in his front yard. Literally, the guy comes oh, wow. up, slashes the tires. The guy sees the person that did it, gets in his wife's car, and he follows this guy. Well, sure enough, they go to the exact same grocery store, and it was the exact same man. Oh, It wow. was the exact same person 
yeah. that had scared me so badly. It was the exact same person. And I knew then the best thing I could have done was to leave. So sometimes your your information is coming to you, and it may not happen at that point. You know, right. it may not happen at that point. But something's telling you that there's the potential to have something happen either with that individual or something that's going to happen. And I just sat there and I thought, oh, my God, the person that followed this guy had taken their uh, cell phone and got in front of him and just started taking picture after picture after picture. And come to find out, this guy also had gone over to our neighborhood and was flashing other people's tires. They I got had the a same man. I have a friend who that happened to, and I bet it was the same man because they live in that area. They in the same area, and so finally, yep. somebody finally came online and said, "This guy is now in jail because mm-hmm. of whatever the circumstances was." But I sat right. there and I looked at that picture and I looked at that man and I thought, "Holy cow, that's the same person that made me." realized that I needed to just get out of the way. I needed to be mm-hmm. gone or the truck needed to be gone or something. And right. So the time frame can be, it can be instantaneous. Sometimes it's just telling you you need to be aware of what's around you. But sometimes there are people that walk around with such negativity or such violence or such anger that you can pick up on these people and you just simply need to get away from them. Get away mm-hmm. from those people. Get away from that particular situation. And we're really going to have to go back to this. We have got to go back to this. We have got to start listening to this because there's not enough police to protect us. There's not enough um, we don't have enough defense. So we are literally being forced back into the time where we used our intuition, we knew it was a safe place to go to, we knew it was not a safe place to go to, and we were more aware of what was happening in our environment. And this is what we're doing. We're having to go back to that. It's not a bad thing, and I'm not saying it's, it's something that's a bad place to go, but we need to be more aware of where we're going we need to be more aware of if you're in a group and it doesn't feel right, then you need to get out. If you're at a, a store, you know, or a, let's say you're going out to dinner and you just, oh, you know what, I'm just, it's just not right, then don't go. Stop. Just don't go. Change right. your mind. There's a reason that's happening, and it's to get your attention. And be aware of numbers. If you're seeing numbers a lot, you need to figure out what are those numbers and what does that mean. You know, you can mm-hmm. get the angel book by Doreen Birch. Keep it with you. Keep it in the car. Have one in the car. Have one in, at, at home. What do those numbers mean? Uh, there for a long time, I started seeing the weirdest numbers, and that's just, that's not normally what happens. I usually see 11-11 or, right. uh, you know, Something like that. What I was seeing was, what is that number? I think it's 543. And that's just a really odd number. 543. Mm-hmm. I would wake up and I would look at my clock and it's 543. And I kept thinking, this is just 
you know, to even make, I'm thinking that is strange. Well, 543 means loving and powerful angels, archangels, and ascended masters are answering your prayers, and your life is improving each day. And I'm thinking, I'm so glad I looked that up. I'm really so glad I looked that up because it was during a point in time in my life where I needed to know you're going in the right direction, you are moving forward, but you've got help from the other side. We all need that. We all need to know that we're having some help from people on the other side. We need to know that. So being aware means, first of all, you've got to be open to it. If you're not open to it, it's not going to happen. You need to be aware yeah, you're not going to of see, what you're thinking. You're not going to see the signs that are in front Absolutely. of you. You're not going to see, yeah. you know, any of that. And uh, a little side note, on the opposite side of that, don't think everything is a sign. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I used to know somebody who literally, literally would say, oh, that dove landed here in a yard full of doves. That dove landed here, so that's a sign. Or this happened, and oh, that's a sign. No, no, actually, it's not. You know, so we need to be be aware that not everything is a sign, and we need to pay more attention to our intuition to know when it is a sign. When yeah. something is unusual, especially when you're looking at animals for signs, and you know birds and animals for your signs, look for things that they're doing that's unusual. Like, does a bird come up and sit on your shoulder? A wild bird? Well, that's a sign. Yeah. Now, if one flies by you and, you know, lands in a tree, that's probably not a sign unless it's really a super cool bird that doesn't normally live here. So, you know, we have to have some balance. (laughs) But well, and you do. I think you right. have to have that. <clears throat> you have to have balance. But like you said, there there's a cartoon that runs around, and on it's a sign. It's on the sign it says, "Here's your sign." <laughs> like, yeah, there's your sign. Just take it. It's your sign. Go with that. <laughs> but you you do not want to ask the universe to give you a sign to the point where it's like a cosmic two-by-four that hits you in the head. Right. You don't want those. You want the subtle. You want it to be where you can listen to it and hear it and accept it, and it doesn't, um, it isn't such a grand, uh, uh, well, or be on such a grand scale. <clears throat> you want it to be where you can handle the information. You want it to be... Oh. A normal yes. part of your life. Yes. You know, you want it to be a normal part of your life where, you know, you don't have to explain yourself to people. You can just say, hey, I don't feel like doing that today. Or, you know, even though, you know, you intuitively felt like I really shouldn't go here today. Yeah. And you'll you know. know. You can just say, yeah, I just didn't want to go today. No explanation. You don't have to explain it to people. And you don't have to worry about um, is this is this a sign? You don't have to worry about it. 
because it'll be so unusual that you'll go, you know what, this is so different, there's no way it could be anything but. Right. If, you know, if all of a sudden you have a butterfly and it wilts on your nose, that's a sign. <laughs> that's different. You know, it's right there. It's like, what are you not seeing? It's right there for you to see. Right. Um, somebody walks up to you and says something that you've been thinking about a, an answer to a question, and they give you an answer to that question. That's a sign. Right. Seriously. That is a sign. But just to have, you know, a door open that you forgot to close really good, the <laughs> door open, that's not a sign. That's, you just forgot mm-hmm. to close the door. So mm-hmm. you have to be very aware of what you're doing and your surroundings. Well, don't you yeah, think, too? I, I mean, I think sometimes it's really about the person, what resonates with them, too. Because I feel like, you know, you're going to know. Um, there, obviously, we know that spirit has many ways to get messages to us. So there's, you're going to know. I think just like you said, Elizabeth, you're going to you're going to know. I mean, if it's if it's something that you that resonates with you and that brings you know some closure or some peace or some answer or some you know even something you need to look at. If it does that for you, it doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter whether or not someone else would see it as a sign or not. If you, if it resonates with you and it, it gives you some information that's helpful to help you move forward in your life, then use it, right? Absolutely. Anything that tells you to harm yourself or to harm somebody else is wrong. That's right. not right. Anything that's helpful, anything that gives you direction, anything that's going to give you a clarity on something. And you have to remember, sometimes the answer is no. Sometimes your question is a yes or no answer, and sometimes the answer is just no. It doesn't necessarily mean no on a permanent basis. It could simply be no, not at this time. So I went with that guy that I saw. I was aware of that man, and I was very aware that there was a potential for danger. It didn't show up until a month later. But I knew from that incident that I really needed to be aware of where I was and what was happening at that moment. So right. you, it, it may not manifest itself until a later date, but it gave me the opportunity to experience an individual that I knew had the potential to be dangerous. And so what it did was it proved, in my mind, I was really picking that up, and it was from that individual. I was not wrong. I just didn't know what he was going to do. Now, it could have switched. He could have had a gun next time. Who knows? But right. I listened to what I needed to. Well, ladies, we are at the end of our hour, believe it or not. And, oh, my God. Uh, really? I know. We talk a lot. But no, we do. Uh, I want to thank you, Elizabeth, for being on the show. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. And go to our Girl Power Hour page. Her information is on there. Be sure to look her up when you need a reading, hypnosis, almost anything this woman does. So be sure to get in contact with her. And we will be back next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Central. Bye.